Hi guys and welcome back to another episode. It feels so good to be back here talking to you guys. Um, hi, hi again. Um, for people who are listening, this is the first episode. Welcome. Very good to have you here. Um, as you may know, if you're a regular listener, I've taken a little bit of a sabbatical from filming uh, or recording podcasts for a little bit. Um, no real reason at all um, other than I came to a place where I was I was walking daily in the presence of God, um, but not really having topics put on my heart that I wanted to share with you guys. And I made a decision that I didn't want to be the type of creator that put out content just for the sake of putting out content, that I wanted to put out content that was meaningful, that was good quality content. And so I didn't want to force myself to be recording something that I knew was not what I wanted to um, be representational of who I was. Um, And so, yeah, we've had a few months off, maybe, oh gosh, maybe like four months, three months, something like that of no podcasts. Um, But we're back again today. We've got a really good um, topic that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, I'm really excited to kind of break this down and share this with you guys. So welcome and Thanks for tuning in to the Seeking Truth podcast. So today we're going to be talking about attachment styles. Now, this is a term that uh, has been talked about a lot more regularly um, at the moment, which has been helped a lot by those kind of Instagram, you know, self-help um kind of pages that a lot of people are becoming more aware, which is a good thing, um, more aware of kind of your attachment styles, your bonding styles, your like trauma from your childhood and how that's kind of influenced you relationally as an adult, all these things, uh, which is really, really positive that people are becoming more self-aware and able to then, you know, rectify and work on these areas of growth. Um, But I think there's still a lot of misunderstanding about um, attachment styles and how we can kind of understand ourselves better through the way that we relate to other people. Um, And so today's episode, we really want to go into attachment styles, what the different types of attachment style are. And um, kind of the crux of this is that um, our attachment styles don't just help us understand how we relate to other people, but our attachment styles also help us understand how we relate to God and the way that we relate to God actually um, is a reflection of our attachment style and and our relationship with God more so is a reflection of our attachment style and we'll go into that in a, a lot more detail later on in the episode but to start off with let's go through the four attachment styles um, and this will help us give a better understanding and overview of what we're talking about when we're going more in depth to you know how we relate to others emotionally and um, how we yeah create relationship with other people um, based on our attachment styles that we have so the first one is um, a secure attachment style so this is probably the, the easiest one to kind of picture this is someone who is um, very secure not so much in themselves but that is also I guess important they're they're self-sustaining in the sense that um, they don't need someone to make them feel happy and feel um, comfortable 
but they also trust those people around them to be there for them when they need them. And that's kind of the crux of these attachment styles. It's that because they are developed in childhood and based around whether our parental figures were there for us or not when we needed them, that kind of carries over into our belief about how other people then when we are older will be there for us when we need them. So if you have a secure attachment style, you are confident in yourself as a person, you're secure in yourself as a person, but you're also secure in the fact that I trust the people around me to be there for me when I need them. And that if I was to reach out for them, that they would come and comfort me, that if they were to leave me for whatever reason, that I can trust them to come back, uh, that they're not gone forever, um, that they're able to be responsive to my needs um, and I'm, I'm secure that I will not be lacking emotionally in this relationship with this person. So people who have this kind of relationship style have a lot of trust in other people. Um, they trust them to be there for them. They do a really good job at when things go wrong or like mistakes are made or someone hurts them that rather than generalizing that to the whole person um, or to the whole relationship they're really good at isolating that incident and being like okay well they made a bad choice in this incident and let's work on that incident together because they still have that security in the relationship as a whole and they're able to kind of separate those two things um, in their mind Comparing that to some of the other relationship styles, that is not the way that a problem or a conflict in the relationship is approached. So the next attachment style is anxious attachment style. So anxious attachment style is um, a one where baby is really worried that mum or parental figure will not come back so they've had experiences in childhood where mum has been um, emotionally detached from them where they felt that their needs were not able to be met that they were um, craving attention or craving support and that they were not able to receive those things at that time for whatever reason Um, and this is not putting any blame at all on um, the parents of people who have this attachment style Uh, it could be a multitude of reasons why someone might feel like their parental figure was not there for them when they needed but when this carries over into relationships when we're older um, what it creates is this this paranoid fear that this person will leave me and so it creates a lot of behaviors centered around trying to prevent that person from leaving and trying to continually win them over to draw them closer to themselves so um this kind of uh attachment style is really um categorized by the word preoccupied And that means that their brain and their mind is constantly preoccupied with thoughts about this person. So they're doing their daily life um, with this person constantly on their mind. So they're thinking, what are they doing right now? Um, What are they thinking of? Who are they with? Um, Could they be speaking to other people behind my back? Um, They're being more distanced than normal. Um, I'm worried that they're having second thoughts. I'm worried that they're talking to someone else. I'm worried that they aren't interested in me anymore. And so this really anxious, worried characteristic to this attachment style Um, and what it creates is this um, 
stereotypical clinginess or neediness where you require from the other person a lot more affirmation that they still care about you, that they still are committed to the relationship, that they still want you and are interested in you. Um, And you require that on a much higher level and much more frequent than someone with a secure attachment style um, because that person is secure in the relationship and and not worried about that person leaving and not worried about that person um, talking to other people behind their back. Um, And so they don't need that constant affirmation whereas someone with an anxious attachment style does worry about all those things and is worried to the point that they need constant affirmation and, and constantly need that other person to show them love and affection to affirm the relationship together. So that's an anxious attachment style. Then you have the other end of the spectrum, which is the avoidant attachment style. Now, these are the people who are very, I'm independent person and I don't need anyone else. They kind of take this independence to the next level where they don't want to depend upon another person. Um, and it comes from this fear that people will just let me down and people will only hurt me if I let them close. So I don't want to let them close and I want to kind of keep these walls up and protect myself from getting hurt by not allowing anyone in. Um, and so what that looks like in relationships is is these are the types of people who never want to commit, that they want, you know, they want the happy times and the fun times, but then they never actually want to commit to the relationship because the commitment um opens a new layer of intimacy and opens a new uh, layer of vulnerability and and trust in the relationship and they're not willing to um, be vulnerable to those things. Um, They also look like people who they kind of get scared when things start um, getting too close or moving too quickly. So these are the type of people that you have a really good time together and it looks like things are going really well and then out of nowhere they kind of drop talking to you ghost you um, or really pull back the amount that they're um, talking to you Um, and it's because their avoidant attachment style has been triggered that they're worried about getting too close and getting too attached and so their natural instinct is to withdraw and to pull away to protect themselves. And if you're this type of person, you might recognize that in yourself as well, that you you are happy to get comfortable with someone up until a point. And then from that point, it's it's really difficult for you to allow yourself to be vulnerable and move past that uh, barrier in your mind because um, you're just so afraid of getting hurt if you, if you move past that. And any step over that line makes you really want to withdraw. So that's the, the third attachment style, um, which is avoidant. There is a fourth attachment style, which most people will tend to fall into one of those first three, something like 50% um, are secure and 20 to 25% are either anxious or avoidant. So like 20 20 to 25% in each category. Um, The other 5% though is in this fourth category, which is called anxious avoidant. Now, anxious avoidance are a blend of both avoidant and anxious um, characteristics, which, as you can imagine, is a very difficult thing to be feeling both like you want to get close to someone and and you need to be affirming that they are still interested in you and still wanting the relationship and still wanting to grow closer to you, but then at the same time, that closeness also makes you want to pull away and makes you fearful and makes you get cold feet and not want to commit. 
So this is the battle that people with an anxious avoidant attachment style have to deal with. And what might happen is that if you're in a, in a relationship with someone who has this attachment style, you really get that sense of um, hot and cold turbulence where they seem really, really invested and then suddenly they pull back and then they're really invested again and then they pull back. And it's kind of this like, I don't know where your head is at. I don't even know if you want this or whether you're committed or like you know you seem like you're really interested and then you pull right back and then you know if if I pull back then you get really upset and like it's just this um, turbulent situation Um, and it's because both of those tensions are being uh, triggered in them and they do want to be close but this closeness equally causes them to want to pull away Um, and so that is the fourth category of attachment styles Um, And so we can see how everyone kind of fits into one of these and that you you can really see how this kind of shapes and has set up the precedents for how we relate to other people all throughout our lives. This doesn't even have to be like romantic relationships. This is how we relate to um, our family. This is how we relate to friends. This is how we relate to work, um, like bosses, like people who are in authority above us. Um, You know, anxious people always wonder that their boss is, you know, boss hates me. My boss is going to fire me. My boss thinks I'm doing a poor job. I need to keep sucking up to them. I need to um, keep seeking that um, validation from them versus, you know, avoidance will be like, oh, who cares what my boss thinks? I don't care. Like, I'm just doing me you know they can find me whatever like I don't care um or you know never never do anything above and beyond what you know they're expected to do for their role like this is just what I have to do and I'm not here for any external validation at all you know so um you can see how it causes people to relate to everyone around them but what I really wanted to talk about today is how our attachment styles actually dictate the way that we relate to God and that our attachment styles dictate the closeness and intimacy that we feel with God. Let me put it this way. There was a great um, line in a book that I read and I cannot even remember what book it was in. Uh, but it was talking about relationships um, with people. And it was talking about how sometimes we feel distant in a relationship with someone. In the book, it asked us to close our eyes and picture us standing opposite the person that we wish that we were closer to. And in the vision, we had to picture us and the other person going in for a hug. And then the book asked, who's the one that pulls away in the the vision? And that tells you, that picture tells you whether it's you that's pulling away or whether it's the other person that's pulling away in that relationship. And I remember the first time I did this and that was actually really surprising because it was with a person that in my mind I was constantly seeking um, more closeness and more intimacy with this person but in this vision I was the one pulling away and I kind of realized that the distance I was feeling with this person in my life was self-inflicted that I was to, to protect myself was putting up walls and boundaries and preventing myself from allowing intimacy and connection with this person because I was too afraid of getting hurt based on the past experiences I'd had with this person in the past Um, and I want us now to do that same imagery 
with God. I want you now to close your eyes and picture you and God standing opposite each other face to face. And I want you to picture you and God going in for a hug together. And I want you to picture who's the one that pulls away. Do you pull away first or does God pull away first? Maybe no one pulls away. Maybe you stay in that hug position forever. And I think that image can really help us tell whether that's us actually pulling ourselves away from God or whether we're perceiving that God is pulling himself away from us. Because let me tell you something, guys. God has a secure attachment style. And God doesn't pull himself away from us. So the fear that God is pulling himself away from us will, will present itself in that imagery as him pulling away from us. Where God actually has a secure attachment style. Um, and this is what I kind of want to break down today is that we know God has a secure attachment style and God loves us securely. He is not um, worried about us leaving him. He knows that we have that capability. He knows that we can leave him, that we have the power to leave him. And people have left him before, but he is fully secure and confident in his relationship with us. And he sits there and he waits patiently for us to return, right? And he, he pursues us, not in an anxious way, not in a, I have to win them back. I can't live without them. He pursues us in a beautiful, I love you. I want you back in my life. A very calm, secure, uh, patient model of secure attachment. Um, he's also not worried that we're off, you know, seeking other people and we're off praying to other gods and all this stuff. Again, he knows, he knows he's aware of it. And again, he waits for us. He waits for us to return to him. He loves us regardless. He isn't going to leave us. He isn't going to change his mind about us. He loves us in a secure way. And so if we know that God loves us securely, we can then see how our relationship with God is actually a reflection of our attachment style. So if you perceive distance from God, you perceive that God is never there for you, that you can't depend on God, that you can't fully trust God, that you're afraid of trusting God, of getting hurt, it's actually a reflection of an avoidant attachment style where you've created walls and barriers against God as a, as a strategy to prevent yourself from getting hurt because that's all you've ever known. All you've known is that people that you allow close to you hurt you. And so as a, as a way to protect yourself, you've withdrawn, you've put up barriers, you've not let that intimacy occur. And in the vision, this is going to be the one where you are pulling away from God, where there is this reaction of like, oh, too intimate. I can't do that. And, and you'll pull yourself literally away from God. And that distance that you feel from God, as much as we like to say that it's God and God's created that distance, it's actually not. He's always there. He's always present. He hasn't moved. 
it's it's actually coming from within us and this avoidance towards intimacy with god this fear of intimacy with god because of the fear of getting hurt or being let down or being rejected or being criticized because that's all we've ever known previously and now we're recreating that in our relationship with god or maybe maybe you need god and you depend upon him and you can't make any decisions without him and you you crave that intimacy with him so much and you get frustrated when you feel like can't hear from him or he's not guiding you and you you feel like you don't know how to make decisions without him that is a signal of an anxious attachment style you know you're checking in on God all the time. You're checking in, am I still doing the right thing? Am I still doing the right thing, God? Um, you're checking in that he's still talking to you, that he still cares about you, that he's still guiding you. Um, and you don't feel confident in in yourself in making positive choices and in making um, decisions that align with him and that would make him happy. When we have an anxious attachment style, we're very concerned about keeping the other person happy and I can't step on their toes and I, I just have to do everything right to make them happy. And so that really becomes apparent when you have an anxious attachment style with God is that you're so worried about doing everything perfect and and um, perceiving all this shame and judgment for your actions and that you've let him down and like I've disappointed him and now he's going to be mad at me. And you may even perceive as well if you've had um, an anxious parent or an anxious partner in the past where when you did do something wrong, they withdrew and they were angry at you and they didn't talk to you. And so you're going to perceive that same thing from God. I've done something wrong. He's going to be angry at me and he's going to withdraw from me and not talk to me. And so that's why in the vision we get those those pictures of um, you know God withdrawing from us and God stepping away from us because we perceive that he is angry at us or upset at us. And so in, in the vision that we were talking about before, uh, if you have an anxious attachment style, you are going to perceive them as the one who's pulling away. Uh, and you're going to perceive God as pulling away from you and that he doesn't want relationship with you. And if you're a secure attachment style, maybe you have the vision that you and God come together and you embrace and you stay together and you keep hugging because you're both comfortable in each other's presence and you're both comfortable with this level of intimacy with each other. And that's a good indication that you have a secure attachment style. And you can see how when we're in real life, when we are relating with another person, that constantly a relationship with another person is our two attachment styles trying to work together with each other. And so if you have someone who is anxious and they are trying to relate to someone who is avoidant, the anxious person is going to want to be closer, 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 going to want lots of affirmation, going to want lots of time together, going to want lots of of comfort from this person. And the avoidant person is going to look at that and view that person as being needy, as being clingy, is going to, you know, enjoy getting closer to this person and then suddenly, oh, too close, withdraw. Um, and that's just going to trigger or spark the uh, anxious person to try harder and, and keep, you know, reaching out and, and keep... Um, trying to reconnect with this person. And so you can see how in in real life, um, it becomes very difficult to try and isolate what is actually happening because it's constantly two people's attachment styles uh, rubbing on each other and reflecting upon each other. Um, And it's hard to then tell, okay, where in this relationship is the dysfunction coming from? Is it coming from me or is it coming from the other person or is it coming simply from our relationship together? But when we look at God, God has a secure relationship style. And 
really it's through relationship with God that we can start to heal and start to understand our attachment styles and how we relate to other people so much better. When we realize that he securely loves us, that he isn't going anywhere, that he doesn't want to hurt us, that he is always there for us and always wants to guide us and genuinely wants the best for us in our lives, we can really become comfortable in our relationship with God and start to heal these attachment styles with God. So for example, if you have an anxious attachment style and you're constantly worried that people don't care about you and that you know no one thinks you're good enough and you have to win people over, being, being secure in this relationship with God helps you to heal that, knowing that God always loves you God thinks you are perfect the way that he created you, that he sees value in who you are as a person and that he's always there for us no matter what. Even if he feels distance at the time, you know, people people in our lives come and go. They have to go to the store and they come back. doesn't mean they don't care about us. And so we start to be comfortable and having distance from other people, knowing, you know, God hasn't spoken to me verbally today, but that's okay. I still know he cares about me. I still know he loves me. I still know he He views me as a valuable person um, and that he sees worth in who I am. And I don't need to try and win him over. I don't need to try and win over God and convince God that I'm worthy or convince God that I'm good enough because he already thinks those things. And if any of those statements that I've just said has, has triggered something and you say, no, he doesn't, then that's a sign in itself that this is an area that, that God wants to heal with you, that we need to work on healing together because those things are true. And so that reaction that you have about those things aren't true, God doesn't think that about me. He doesn't think I'm good enough. He doesn't think I'm worthy. He thinks I'm a horrible person. That's, that's coming from the attachment style and the dysfunction related to that attachment style. And so we can see how relating to God and analyzing for ourselves, how do we relate to God? What are my thoughts about God? And what are my thoughts about how God sees me? That is a really big clue into how we relate to other people and how we view relationship with other people. And relationship with God gives us a perfect chance to heal that because God perfectly loves us. You know, people are flawed. Even if you find someone with a secure attachment style out in the world, you know, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to say things that hurt you. They're going to do things that, you know, are not secure once in a while. Um, And that's going to make it, again, difficult for you to pinpoint where is this dysfunction coming from. With God, we can recognize that all of the difficulties in in the relationship with God are coming from us in the way that we relate to God because God is securely relating to us. Um, And so the distance, the judgment, the shame, the anxiety over him leaving us, it's all coming from, from us instead. It's not coming from God and his actions towards us. It's actually our perceptions of his actions based on our past experiences. And so we can we can really then start to unpack and heal those uh, those reactions with God and override them and say, no, you know what? Like 
I feel like you're being more distant from me or I feel worried that you don't care about me anymore or that you don't want to guide me anymore. But I know that's not true. And so I am going to help myself be more comfortable and more secure um, in this relationship, knowing that you do care about me and you you do um, want to be with me and you do love me and you do want to guide me. Um, and also to be more secure in me trusting you and trusting that what you say is true and that you won't go back on your word and you won't let me down, uh, that you won't suddenly pull away. Um, all these things you can start to really rebuild and heal these areas, these wounds in our life that are there from previous experiences, from previous people, but that we've learnt as adaptive techniques to try and cope with the world as best we can our, our body and our mind was trying to protect us when it it developed these things it didn't know how else to protect us from hurt um you know it taught us that either you know other people are not worth relying on and that's a way to protect yourself from getting hurt or that you need to you know be so needy that they can't leave you and that's a way to protect you from from being hurt, that you need to constantly be checking up on them and, and trying to be in their presence as much as possible because that way then they won't leave you. So we can see how our, our mind has adapted to our situations and tried to cope in the best way it could. But now it's trying to apply that to every situation, even when it's not helpful. And that's what we need to try and undo. That's what we need to try and rewrite. And the way to do that is by relationship with God and analyzing our relationship with God. And I truly, truly believe that by analyzing our relationship with God and coming to understand that he loves us securely and we can be secure in his love for us, that we don't need to be afraid of him leaving us, that we can fully trust him and depend upon him not to hurt us. That he is all in for us. He's fully committed to us and cares about us. He's not walking away. Even if we walk away, he's going to stay there. Even if we make mistakes, he's going to stay there. Okay, he's, he's not leaving. He will still always care. And starting to unravel that truth... And living in that truth, that security in the relationship will help us be more secure in the way that we relate to God. Where we we don't need to try and do everything in our own strength because we feel like we can't depend upon God to, to help us through or to figure things out for us. That we can't depend upon God to guide us. Where we can start to let down those walls and start to allow God in and say, God, I actually am starting to trust you. And I, I, and I want to start learning how to trust you and where you're leading me in life and how to, how to be more comfortable listening to your voice and being more comfortable in, in trusting that the word you give me is, is good and means me good and not harm and that if I do this, things will be okay because that hasn't happened in the past. And over time, we're going to start to become more secure in our relationship with God. And then that's going to outflow into relationship with other people. Where being so secure 
in our relationship with God and knowing how to relate to someone securely and having faith and trust and not being anxious about that relationship and knowing how to relate to God securely, we can then relate to other people securely and we can start to carry over those same attributes into relationship with other people. And yeah, they're going to have their own relationship attachment style and maybe they're avoidant and maybe they're anxious and, you know, trying to balance the dynamics of that. But but you will be able to securely attach with them and you won't feel like you need to be winning them over and you won't feel like you need to be putting up walls to protect yourself either. And so I want this to be something that you listen to today, but that this isn't the end of that journey for you. That you don't just listen to this podcast and and say that's a nice idea, but do nothing about it. I want you to really spend time trying to understand how do you relate to God. Do you perceive that he's distant from you or are you the one pulling away? And what does that tell you about how you perceive him to relate to you and how you perceive how he views you? And do you always trust him to be there for you? And do you always trust him to love you and care for you, even when you make mistakes? And understanding that helps you understand a whole lot more how you've been relating to other people this whole time. And also helps you understand how to fix it, though. How to heal that wound. Because God provides the perfect example of secure attachment let me pray for you guys god i thank you so much for everyone who is listening to this podcast right now god we pray that you just plant into their mind and into their heart the truth and wisdom of how much you truly love them and how much you're there for them and how much you care for them god we pray that They start to take down those walls and those barriers and the parts of their heart that they've been protecting out of fear, out of hurt, out of pain. They start to soften those barriers, God, and feel comfortable and vulnerable to open up and let you in. And God, we want to put minds at ease. Minds at ease for people who are worried. Worried that you'll leave them. Worried that you judge them. Worried of shame. Worry that you think they're a bad person. You put their minds at ease and just tell them that you're always there for them. That you're not leaving. That you see them and you care for them. And God, I pray that people start to work with you on how to relate to you. How to grow closer to you and more intimate with you. That they feel comfortable being in your presence every day. They feel comfortable being themselves exactly the way that you created them. And that they then feel comfortable to be that person out in the world, fully secure in their relationship with you and your love for them. Amen. Guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode and um, I really hope that this has made a an impact on you and that you've had a revelation from the words spoken today. Um, I look forward to any comments or any messages from you guys about um, the things that you've learned from this and the, and the things that you're working through with God. And 
Uh, I look forward to talking to you guys in our next episode. Bye.